0: Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories My name is Brian. I'm from Alabama. And um uh Um and uh I love your stories. finish telling her what you wanted to say and um and uh I love your st- I love your stories and so I just love the Peter Rabbit series. so that's all I wanted to say thank you thank you bye shout out time shout out time hi guys we want to give a quick shout out to wesley hi wesley hi wesley wesley and his mom listen to sleepyhead stories each week and they love the peter rabbit series thanks for listening wesley we have to tell you to text us when you want to tell us which country you're in oh you want to know where wesley's from Yes. Yeah. wesley let us know where you're from Bye, Wesley. <laughs> Bye. Hi. Hi, we're back. We're back, and we moved all around country. Right, right. We moved across the whole country from Denver, Colorado, to South Jersey, and we went through all kinds of states. Like, what? Do you remember any of the names of the states? Hmm. Kansas, Missouri.
1: <laughs> you don't remember?
0: No, I don't. Remember. Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Uh, Do you remember any cool sights from the trip? Things that you saw in the car? No. <laughs> A lot of highways, right? Yeah, just mostly streets and-, and farms. A lot of farms and ice. Ice. There was snow. Ice. Remember the ice that the, that man gave to Hannah? Oh, you remember that? Yeah, the nice man, we stopped somewhere and he had ice in his cooler and he dumped it out for henna to chew and play with because it was hot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, we are back. Sleepyhead Stories, we're back. And we are about to read the next book in the Peter Rabbit series. If you remember, it's called Tommy Tiptoes. But before that we just wanted to say, hello, We're back. We made it, We moved. and na- and, and now we're at our grandmother's house. That's right. We're at our Conchetta's grandmother's house. And now we have three dogs because Mammy has two dogs. Mammy has two dogs, and we have <laughs> our dog Hannah with us, so there's three dogs in the house and we're here for a little while till we find our forever house, right? And and here in New Jersey, they have a beach, a water park, and a carnival. That's right. We spend our time on Long Beach Island. We love it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we're going to get ready with the book here. We just wanted to say hello. Thanks for being patient and waiting for us these last couple weeks while we were getting our stuff together, packing and moving. It was an experience, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get started. Okay, let's get started with the tale of Timmy Tiptoes. Inside, the dedication says, For many unknown little friends, including Monica. Once upon a time, there was a little fat comfortable gray squirrel called Timmy Tiptoes. He had a nest thatched with leaves in the top of a tall tree and he had a little squirrel wife called Goody. Timmy Tiptoes sat out enjoying the breeze. He whisked his tail and chuckled. Little wife Goody, the nuts are ripe. We must lay up a store for winter and spring. Goody Tiptoes was busy pushing moss under the thatch. The nest is so snug, we shall be sound asleep all winter. Then we shall wake up all the thinner when there is nothing to eat in springtime, replied prudent Timothy. So Goody goody Tiptoes is making sure the nest is nice and warm for winter. But Timmy Tiptoes just cares about collecting nuts so they don't starve when they wake up in spring. When Timmy and Goody Tiptoes came to the nut thicket they found each other. Squirrels were already there. Timmy took off his jacket and hung it up on a twig. They worked away quietly by themselves. Every day they made several journeys and picked quantities of nuts. They carried them away in bags and stored them in several hollow stumps near the tree where they had built their nest. When these stumps were full they began to empty the bags into a hole high up in the tree that had belonged to a woodpecker. The nuts rattled down, down inside. How shall you ever get them out? It's like a money box, said Goody. I shall be thinner before springtime, my love, said Timmy Tiptoes, peeping into the hole. So he started storing nuts inside a woodpecker's hole that he pecked in a tree but the nuts fell all the way down the tree trunk and Timmy's saying the way he's gonna get them out is he'll be so skinny in the spring that he'll be able to go through that little hole and down into the trunk and get the nuts. They did collect quantities or a lot of nuts because they did not want to lose them. Squirrels who bury their nuts in the ground lose more than half because they can't remember the place where they put them. The most forgetful squirrel in the woods was called Silvertail. He began to dig and he could not remember. And then he dug again and found some nuts that did not belong to him. And then there was a fight. (laughs) And other squirrels began to dig and the whole wood was in a big commotion. So that's why Timmy Tiptoes makes sure he gets more than enough nuts because other squirrels forget where their nuts are, and it becomes a big problem. Unfortunately, just at this time, a flock of birds flew by from bush to bush, searching for green caterpillars and spiders. There there were several sorts of little birds twittering different songs. The first one sang, Who's been digging up my nuts? Who's been digging up my nuts? And the other one sang, little bit of bread and no cheese little bit of bread and no cheese the squirrels followed and listened the first little bird flew into the bush where timmy and goody tiptoes were quietly tying up their bags and it sang who's been digging up my nuts who's been digging up my nuts timmy tiptoes went on with his work without replying to the bird indeed the little bird did not expect an answer It was only singing its natural song, and it meant nothing at all. But when the other squirrels heard that song, they rushed upon Timmy tiptoes and cuffed and scratched him and upset his bag of nuts. The innocent little bird, which has caused all the mischief, flew away in fright. Timmy rolled over and over and then turned tail and fled towards his nest followed by a crowd of squirrels shouting, Who's been digging up my nuts? Who's been digging up my nuts? They caught him and dragged him up the very same tree where there was the little round hole, and they pushed him in. The hole was much too small for Timmy Tiptoe's figure. They squeezed him in dreadfully. It was a wonder they didn't break his bones. We will leave him there until he confesses said silvertail squirrel and he shouted into the hole who's been digging up my nuts <laughs> so the other squirrels heard the bird chirping who's been digging up my nuts and they thought it was another squirrel complaining and yelling that somebody was stealing their nuts and they thought it was timmy tiptoes which we know it was not And they pushed him in this tiny hole timmy tiptoes made no reply He had tumbled down inside the tree upon half a peck of nuts belonging to himself. He lay quiet, stunned, and still. Goody Tiptoes picked up the nut bag and went home. She made a cup of tea for Timmy, but he didn't come home. Goody Tiptoes passed a lonely and unhappy night. The next morning, she ventured back to the nut bushes to look for him, but the other unkind squirrels drove her away. She wandered all over the woods calling, Timmy Tiptoes, Timmy Tiptoes, oh, where is my Timmy Tiptoes? In the meantime, Timmy Tiptoes came to his senses. He found himself tucked up in a little moss bed, very much in the dark, feeling sore. It seemed to be underground. Timmy coughed and groaned because his ribs hurt. There was a chirpy noise, a small striped chipmunk appeared with the nightlight and hoped that Timmy had felt better. It was most kind to Timmy tiptoes. It lent him to his, he lent him his nightcap and the house was full of all kinds of provisions like water and tea. The chipmunk explained that he had rained, that rained nuts came running, raining down on him from the top of the tree. So he decided to keep a bunch. And he laughed and chuckled when he heard Timmy's story. While Timmy was confined to the bed, it enticed him to eat some of the nuts. But how shall I ever get through that hole unless I thin myself? My wife will be anxious. But just another nut or two, let me crack them for you, said the chipmunk. And Timmy tiptoes sorry, grew fatter and fatter. So what happened is, the chipmunk was living in the stump of the tree and all of a sudden all these nuts came down and the chipmunk was like well what is this from and then he thought well I might as well use them and make some nice food and stuff and then when Timmy tiptoes got pushed into that hole the chipmunk nursed him back to health but now the chipmunk is making him eat all these nuts and Timmy's getting fatter and fatter he's worrying how he's gonna ever get out of that hole now, Goody tiptoes had to set to work again by herself. She did not put any more nuts into the woodpecker's hole because she had always doubted how they could get out again. She hid them under a tree root. They rattled down, down, down. Once, when Goody emptied an extra big bagful, there was a decided squeak. And next time Goody brought another bagful, a little striped chipmunk scrambled out in a hurry it's getting perfectly full downstairs. The sitting room is full and they're rolling along the passage and my husband, Chippy Hacky, has run away and left me. What is the explanation of these showers of nuts? So Goody Tiptoes is keeping up the work of hiding the nuts and she wound up throwing a bunch of nuts into another chipmunk's house and the chipmunk's mad. I am sure I beg your pardon. I didn't know that anybody lived there, said Goody Tiptoes. But where is Chippy Hacky? My husband, Timmy Tiptoes, he ran away too. Well, I know where Chippy is, a little bird told me, said Mrs. Chippy Hacky. Hmm, they're both missing. Both their husbands are missing. She led the way to the woodpecker's tree, and they listened at the hole. Down below, there was a noise of nutcrackers, and a fat squirrel voice, and a thin squirrel voice, and they were singing together. "'My little old man and I fell out. How shall we bring this matter about? Bring it about as well as you can, and get you gone, you little old man.'" "'Hmm, you could squeeze in through that little round hole,' said Goody Tiptoes. "'Yes, I could,' said the chipmunk. "'But my husband, Chippy Hacky, bites.'" Whoa. Down below there was a noise of cracking nuts and nibbling and the fat squirrel voice and the thin squirrel voice sang again. For the diddle -um day 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 day-diddle-dum-dee, day-diddle-diddle-dum-day. So those guys are down there having a good old time eating nuts and getting fat. Hmm. Then Goody peeped in the hole and called down, Timmy tiptoes, Timmy tiptoes. And Timmy replied, is that you, Goody Tiptoes? Why, certainly. He came up the tree and kissed Goody through the hole, but he was so fat that he could not get out. Chippy Hacky was not too fat, but he did not want to come. So he stayed down below and chuckled. And so it went on for a fortnight till a big wind blew off the top of the tree and opened the hole and let rain in. And then Timmy Tiptoes came out and went home with an umbrella. But Chippy Hacky continued to camp out for another week, although it was uncomfortable. At last a large bear came walking through the woods. Perhaps he was also looking for nuts. He seemed to be sniffing around. Chippy Hackey went home in a hurry then and when Chippy Hackey got home he found he had caught a cold in his head and he was more uncomfortable still. And now Timmy Tiptoes and Goody Tiptoes keep their nut store fastened up with a little padlock. And whenever the little bird sees the chipmunks he sings Who's been digging up my nuts? Who's been digging up my nuts? But no one ever answers. The end. So, Timmy Tiptoes was able to finally get out of the trunk when a big wind blew the tree down and he was able to climb out the top. But Chippy Hacky did not want to get out. He wanted to stay in that trunk. He was having a good old time, but he got too sick from all the rain and a bear chased him away. So that is the end of the tale of Timmy Tiptoes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Join us next week as we read the next book in the Peter Rabbit series. Again, real quickly, I want to just thank everyone for hanging in there with us while we were on a little hiatus during our move. We are back now and I know that school is starting and everyone is busy getting ready for that. So we will be in touch again next Sunday and enjoy your times at school Conchetta is starting kindergarten as well so it's a very exciting time for us too all right guys thank you have a great day or night Thanks for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. And if you're new here, welcome. We release a new episode each week, so be sure to stay tuned. If you'd like to hear more from us, please go on our website, sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com. We have photos on there, merchandise, there are links to our Instagram and Facebook pages. You can even send us a message. And speaking of messages, they're our favorite thing about doing this podcast is to hear from you guys. You can even find a link in the show notes and you can send us a voice message that we can publish on a future episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Guys, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. We love doing Sleepyhead Stories and we love sharing books with all of you. Have a great day or a great night and we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.